Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, you know we love to provide you, that dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now to have that positive impact. And second, you know, we must edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another awesome Monday. That's right, October 21st, 2013. We're continuing in our banner year, and you know we are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you so much for spreading the word. Well, we are continuously celebrating wealthy, wealthy Brothers this month for the whole month of October. You know, we did it last year. We hear the gentleman calling in saying, when are you going to have some men on the show? Last week we had uh, Harold Fisher from Howard University, WHUR. The first week we had Andre Taylor of ABC's Money Matters contributor and consultant. And today, oh, my gosh, today is going to be another incredible day. This gentleman needs no introduction for his work. It's speaks for himself, the fruit he bears, you can see it everywhere. You know him. He's the one that has led thousands in recent civil rights marches, helped to elect our nation's first black president. He's passionate about bringing awareness to issues from domestic violence to the importance of mentoring. That's right. Our guest today is none other than best-selling author, nationally syndicated radio host, and philanthropist, Mr. Michael Bayson. So you know what you need to do right now, you got to call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, and tell them to dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278, and you can catch this show and all our other shows at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's right, Wealthy Sisters Radio. And remember to find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and iTunes right now at Wealthy Sisters. That's S-I-S-T-A-S. Well, we're not going to keep him much longer for you. I know you all are excited. Excited to hear from Mr. Basin. We're going to take a quick short break and we'll be right back with none other than Michael Basin, who's going to tell us about his new book, Raise Your Hand If You Have Issues. Are you prepared to win in 2014? Would you like to increase your business opportunities and revenue through government contracting? How would you like to expand your government contracting opportunities with or without a certification? Spend two days with me, November 16th and 17th, at Winning in 2014. Go to com forward slash winning in 2014. See you there. Does your home or office decor need a resurrection? Is there a special room of yours that says blah, blah, blah and is lacking inspiration? Then you need creative ways and solutions. 
we help you create feel-good spaces that are functional and beautiful at the same time. We are here to cater to you with an environmental and spiritually conscious flair. Both in-person and virtual interior design services are available. Visit us online at creativeways.com, spelled with a K, or call 888-280-8318 for a complimentary consultation. We create spaces that inspire you. Yes, we're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, celebrating the October Wealthy Brothers Month, but none other than Mr. Michael Bates and himself today. I'm so excited and grateful for the opportunity to have him on the show. He's going to be discussing his new book, what he's been doing this past few months. He's certainly so excited to have him back on the airwaves. I tell you the truth, I am not going to hold him from you. I promise he is here are you ready? I want to say welcome, a very, very special welcome to Mr. Michael Basin. Hello, sir. How are you? I love your energy. You have me so amped. I'm fired up, girl. How are you, Deborah? <laughs> I tell you, this is a great day. You know, it's, it's just an incredible thing that you are doing. We realize, you know, coming here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, you could be so many other places. Your name is known internationally, and we're just grateful to have you here on our show. You know, Deborah, this was intentional. I, I just got through uh, doing an interview with, with Jay King about the same yes. thing. And, and I've been doing a lot of blog radio because I wanted to promote what you guys are doing because I, I believe what you all are doing. In fact, I know what you all are doing. It's going to be the future of, uh, of radio. So it's very important for me to give entrepreneurs, to give people who are passionate about spreading the word and people who are most importantly passionate about networking, an opportunity to uh, to gain a larger audience because my success is your success, you shine, I shine, and that's what it's all about. Well, you know, you are living proof of that. That's why we know you've had so much success in your life. I mean, you talked about that daily to us on the shows. Uh, I mean, I've had the privilege to read your book, and as reading your book, I could hear your voice saying it. It was like you were narrating, um, you know, to me um, your book. So, but, you, you know, you really are among those who are living what you preach. What, what went into, I mean, what went into that recipe that created you? We hear a lot about your mom and your upbringing, but what is it that makes you stay so grounded and want to really reach and stay with people to help build people up as you continue to soar? I was, um, I'm a product of reading, and I don't mean reading as a child. I mean picking up books as an adult because, like everyone else, I was out there grinding. I was working for the Chicago Transit after I got out of the Air Force for a while, and uh, I was just paying my bills and playing my little games and doing the things that immature men do. I'm just going to be frank with you. And then I had a child. That changed things. I had a daughter. And then beyond that, I started reading books about my history. And, and I know for a lot of people that may sound a little corny, but once I started reading things like Destruction of Black Civilization and ISIS Papers and Conspiracy mm-hmm. to Destroy Black Boys and Miseducation of the Negro, which I have my, my boys, young men reading now that I'm mentoring, it mm-hmm. changed my mind. It made me realize what my responsibility was as a, as a man and especially as a black man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that's incredible that you said that because we often talk about here on our show how leaders are readers and readers are leaders, mm-hmm. and it does um, make a big difference. And a lot of us are reading or have read often, you know, from a child or what have you, but it makes a difference on what you're reading. And those type of books that you did, it helped to change that mindset. 
It did. It transformed me. And, and most importantly, because I know you have a show about, about building wealth and success, the problem is, and, and Carter G. Woodson talks about this in his book, that the ed- educate, educated Negroes and the Negroes who are doing well financially, unfortunately, they, they have a disconnect from those who are, who are poor many times. So even when we gain money, even when we gain wealth, we don't understand what the purpose of that wealth is. It's not meant to simply comfort you. It's meant to go back and use that wealth and use that knowledge to reach back and bring those others who are behind ahead. So that's why we're failing the way we're failing. We're allowing other people to educate our children. We're allowing other people to raise our children, that being the streets. And so why are we surprised by the results? Mhm, mhm, mhm. That's true. That's true. So that that brings us to a lot of the things that you're doing now. You were it's not not anything new for us to know that you are big on mentoring. You had the one million mentors. We know. Talk a little bit about what you have started. Is that there in Florida with your mentoring uh, group there? Yeah. Well, you mentioned it. The, the One Million Mentors Tour was a result of Darion Albert. Some of you all may remember when that young man got killed in Chicago. It was all over the news. They had videotaped it. So we actually watched that boy be murdered. And, you know, being from the south side of Chicago, you know, at some point there's always that trigger moment that makes just like it was in Gina, Louisiana, when those boys were going to be sentenced to, uh, to prison. Uh, it's just those trigger moments that <clears throat> challenge to see how we're going to respond, right? I mean, that's what the word response able is. It means able to respond. And so – I felt, being a person on a national radio show, being a black man, being from Chicago, that I was not going to sit back and talk about it, make a news story out of it, and then <clears throat> then it go away. So mm-hmm. I decided to travel around the country on a bus, promote mentoring, invest a half a million dollars of my own money, and promote getting more people registered to become mentors. And so this is a continuation of that. Just because I'm off of radio, my responsibility does not stop. I'm still responsible for my young men. I'm responsible for my women. I'm responsible for my community. So what I, I did, I moved here to Orlando because they had such a great grassroots mentoring uh, organization, and now I'm working with uh, Evans High School with Mr. Wheeler, who's a teacher at Evans High School, who approached me, and I've pretty much adopted his class for the next two years to help raise money to uh, send these boys to college, these young men, rather, and uh, to be a mentor to them, so they always have a resource when they uh, when they have questions or problems. Wow! That and you have a new page on Facebook with that 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 all your fans need to know about as well. Yeah, one dream, one team. But all we need, everyone needs to stay in touch. Just like they need to listen to your program, they must be on Facebook, on Based and Live, and on Twitter, on Based and Live. The social network has grown threefold since I got off the, the radio. So people are trying to connect, and uh, this is where we share each other's businesses. This is where I motivate and inspire people. This is where we share sometimes very adult topics that are things that we need to talk about and right. where we promote each other's businesses So and where I promote your show. I mean, I'm promoting it today on my page with almost a million people. So we can do it. All we have to do is pull together, and that's part of our problem. We're not working together. We have too many long ranges out here. Nobody yes. else is trying to make it alone but us. Yes, yes, that is so true. What do you think? Why do you think that is a difficulty for us to work together? Or is that too well, much to talk about right now? Too long no, no, of a no. conversation. It's, it's very easy. I mean, why are poor white people more racist when under circumstances like we're living under now? Because there's mm-hmm. less jobs. Whenever mm-hmm. you feel that the pie is small, you feel mm-hmm. like you've got to. This, you know, destroy everybody else in order to eat. But that's been our problem. We've always had so little that we feel like if I make it, 
if he makes it, I can't make it. Or if she makes it, I can't make it. So one of the biggest problems that we have is that the older brothers, and this is true of older white men sometimes too, but the older generation is so intimidated by younger people that instead of giving them the information and allowing them to, to have the resources, they die with all the information. And so how right. do we progress when we're not feeding the younger women and the younger men the information so they can take over? Why do all of our movements fall apart when our leaders die? Right. That, that doesn't happen in white America. If one senator died, there's another senator to take his place. If one corporate giant dies, there's somebody else to take his place. We don't prepare our children. We don't prepare the people who work underneath us to continue our work. And so we end up starting over and over again every generation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's interesting that you mentioned the word prepare. It's all about preparation, you know. We we all understand that. The more we see, you know, you can have opportunities and not be prepared, and that can be one of the most frustrating things uh, in the world. And we can see that, like you said, when, when, a, when our family or our leaders pass on and there's no one to take that place. But you okay. obviously are not one to just talk about it. You you are doing things. We talked about the mentoring, and I really love this book. I mean, raise your hand if you have issues. And then the subtitle, if you don't raise your hand, then you're lying, and that's an issue. So let, <laughs> let's talk about this book and what encouraged you to write this book, first of all. Because I, I, I wanted to share all my experiences over the last 20 years that I, the knowledge I gained from not only reading and having all the great people who've appeared on my show. I mean, everybody's been on my show, from the president to Ayala to Oprah. Well, Oprah hasn't been on, but everybody else has been on the show. All these business giants, Dennis Kimbrough, all these health professionals have been on. Uh, so I gained a lot of knowledge from listening to those people. But more importantly, Deborah, all the people who would call in and challenge me, because that's what we're not doing. We're not challenging one another to be better. So I took that challenge, and that raised the bar and the level of the quality of my program. That's why the show got better, because I allowed the listeners to challenge me and make me better. So that book is a reflection of everything that we, most of everything that we talked about. Obviously, you can't get it all in one book, but it's my response to all the ways that you all have challenged me over the years and everything I've learned about relationships, dream killers, negative people. I mean, our children, people who pray but don't do the work. I mean, Everything is in there. I mean, we talked about most of the things that we've talked about on the Michael Bays and radio show. Mm-hmm. I see the, the, the titles, Toxic People, um, Liars, Cheaters, mm-hmm. and Victims, The Single Life. You even talk about Happily Ever After, uh, Starting Over, uh, What About the Children, Outside the Box, and then there's some commentaries in there as well. When you mm-hmm. When you – Think about this. I know this is your baby, and I'm sure you would say all of these chapters could be like your children, and it might be hard to say which one is your favorite, but which one would you say without a doubt people really need to read this book for that you just enjoy writing? Dream dream killers and finding your purpose. Uh, Yes. Obviously, because, I mean, we all know, you know, somebody said to you, what are you doing doing a radio show? Somebody said it. I know they did. Yes. And so you're not going to be successful. <laughs> what do you know about radio? Of course they still say it. Yes. And yes. we've got to learn that that is a part of success is dealing with these dream killers, you know, mm-hmm. and how to build a, tra- a team of dream supporters. And then mm-hmm. the other chapter, uh, of course, is finding your purpose because that's the single most important thing you'll ever do in your life is trying to figure out why am I here. 
What right. is my talent? What is my purpose? And, and, you know, it's been talked about on Oprah, and a lot of people get into it, but I wanted to get into it on the level that I felt that people could really relate to because I went through it being a, a child of a teenage mother with three kids and growing up on the south side of Chicago. We all had that experience of government cheese and putting a hanger in as for an antenna, turning right. the TV with a pair of pliers. Right. Only having three channels, you know. We all came from that generation. Yeah, don't even girl, don't even go there. So you know, we all came up with nothing, and I think having nothing made us more creative. Uh-huh. And and I think that's something that our children need to learn is that you got to find your own beat. You got to learn to be creative, and you're not going to be fulfilled unless you're doing something creative. Right, right. Well, I, I would love to talk about um, the dream stealer, killers, rather, because I love that <laughs> chapter, as you mentioned, obviously. And you talked about, you just mentioned it, that quote. That's a good tweet for us to put out today from Michael Bates and build your team if you want to realize a dream. And I read where you said you were building your team beforehand, even before you yeah. wrote your book. Were you conscious of that during that process, or was it after when you know you wrote your first book? I think that the minute you decide that you want to be somebody, mm-hmm. let's just be, let's get deep about this. When you decide, you know what, I'm not just a train driver. I'm not just an accountant. I'm not just. There's nothing wrong with uh, me being a train operator. I had no problem with that. I love my job. I love the people. But I knew I was more than that. So once you realize, you look in that mirror one day and say, I know this is not it, because that was my moment. I was like, I know this is not it. Then you start making different choices. You start hanging out with different people. You start watching different – everything in your life just starts changing. And so the people that you spend your time with change. The way you deal with people change, because when you realize that you need people to realize your dream, you treat people different. And then you realize that the true test of character is how you treat people you don't need. And so all these things become um, apparent to you when you start building character because you can't be successful without character. Anybody who thinks they're going to be successful long term without character can forget it. And so I had to start fixing my life. And when you start fixing your life, the law of attraction is real. You start attracting people to you that can help you. It it really does happen. So I I guess it's just being open to change and being a better person because really that's what it's going to come down to. If people don't like you, they're not going to support you, period. Right, right. And I like the fact that you made that very clear because a lot of times I know for myself I'm a visionary, and I know other visionaries can relate to this. As a visionary, we see the the, the finished product before it's anything, real. all the little steps in the middle. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we see that. And sometimes as a visionary, you're not prepared and can't really realize that there are going to be, like you said, you're going to have failure. You're going to have times where you fall flat on your face. But we don't, we're not taught that. You, you're just taught that everything is, has to be perfect, everything has to be smooth. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever going to file bankruptcy. You know, if you're in business, you're never going to be sued. None of that. And that is not real. If you are in business, you have challenges every day. You become the best problem solver, we realize, as a business owner. See how passionate you are when you talk about that? See, that's what I'm talking about. People, when you get that, man, it's, it's, it's something that burns inside you that, that can't be turned off. And we also were never taught, well, let me add this, that our relationships become a part of our uh, dream supporters or dream killers. Because if you're not dating someone and not involved with someone, married to someone who is a dream supporter, they are going right. to sabotage your success. 
And But nobody ever tells you how important it is to make the right choice and a partner if you want to be successful, if you right, want to progress, right. That's if true. you want to That's grow. True. And nobody ever tells you that. That's true. Because, see, coming from, I'm a, a Southern Belle, so I'm a Bible uh, Baptist, a uh, Bible Belt create, you know, child, create a child, and Mm -hmm. we're always taught equally yoked, equally yoked, which meant from that um, point of reference from whether you're Christian or Islamic or whatever, your spirituality, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's more to it than that because you can be a Christian, and like you said, that that person that you're with, that they're not an entrepreneur and they don't understand, you know, the risk that you're taking, why you want to take that risk and not supporting Mm -hmm. you, you know. What what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I don't think we even understand what the word compatibility is. People use the expression equally yoked, but they don't even know what they're talking about half the time. It just sounds like make sure you like them and they like you. It's, it's, compatibility is so deep if you really think about what it means to be able to, to couple with somebody. That means temperament, which mm-hmm. never is talked about in relationships. It means mm-hmm. having the same lifestyle, whether you're health conscious, whether you're a person that uh, believes in uh, travel, whether you're a person that believes in interacting with other cultures. These things mm-hmm. are very important in building a business today because there's no such thing as a local business. You're going to be dealing with people from all over the world with different cultures, and you may be dating someone you may think you're equally yoked with, but they have a problem with white people, or they got a problem right. with Latino people, or they have a right. problem uh, with people who are not there, who don't believe as they believe. So right. we got a lot to learn about what compatibility really means before we uh, get involved with people. Yes, we do. We do. Now, you even talked about in your chapter about um, around, we're talking about that now, about the people closest around us. You mentioned Mm -hmm. that they don't really see us uh, or really can't see us. Like you said, sometimes you have to move from the city, the state, or even the country. Um, Why is it that you think they don't really see that vision that we have or they can only see us for, uh, like in your case, the co-workers there driving the train. That's easy because they can't see themselves as it being any greater than what they are. Mm-hmm. So how do you expect them to be able to imagine that you're going to try to be somebody? Mm-hmm. Our, our dreams have gotten so small, man, you know, and, and that's what's unfortunate. You know, our, our kids don't dream uh, the way we used to dream. We used to really did believe we can fly. You know, mm-hmm. that R. Kelly song and the Mariah Carey song is real. We relate to it because we really believe we were taught that we can do anything. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we've forgotten, Deborah, is that we were also taught that we have to be twice as good. Yes. So even if we have the dream, we don't have the work ethic to understand you've got to bust your behind to yes. be successful. And so we've lost, I think we've really lost that work ethic and that discipline to be successful. Yes, yes. Well, what do you think happened? What, I mean, I've had, um, which you've had on your show numerous of times, Mr. George Frazier, and he, he kind of talked about that, about us losing our way. What, what do you think happened, and how can we change that? I, I think we, we got Negro rich. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Because, you know, Negro rich, we, we think if we got $100,000, you know, we just <laughs> it's set. Doing it. And our standards are low. Let me be straight yeah. up with you. Our standards are too low. A car, a fancy car, mm-hmm. a nice mm-hmm. apartment, flat screen TV, some, some leather furniture, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm, I'm saying this to be facetious, but my point is that we don't have high enough standards. We don't think about wealth. We think about living for the weekend or keeping up with the Joneses instead of mm-hmm. having enough money not only for yourself 
but to be able to help other people and build institutions and support other institutions. So I don't think we ever really had standards that were really outlined for us. And, and that's mm. part of the problem of not having true leaders who understand the importance of bringing people together. Now, there's a lot of organizations doing it. My hat's off to the fraternities and sororities and, and doing uh, organizations like your radio show that's trying to pull people together. But we are terrible at networking, terrible. Mm-hmm. And until mm-hmm. we get better at it, all these other groups, the Latinos, are kicking butt. I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time with Jamaicans, Jamaicans as well, and, boy, they know how to stick together. I am so impressed by the way they come to this country and build their coalitions. Black people, for whatever reason, we believe that we're assimilated into this, this culture, but we're not. Mm-hmm. Every culture gains strength through unity and then moving together, and that's something mm-hmm. we have to get back to. That, yeah, we want to interact with everyone else, but they don't respect you when you're not backed up by numbers. By numbers. Do you think, and, and, you know, we have this conversation all the time with, with a lot of my colleagues, and do you think that we say, okay, it's obvious that something happened. We have to look at what the way we came to this country, how we were stripped, and how we were just broken down. Do you, do you think that we need to begin to deal with that, or, or how yes. do we I, I, fix this? You know, if you don't have a sense of history, mm-hmm. the, the money you earn, the way you move is entirely different. This is why mm-hmm. I started my young men off with Miseducation of the Negro. Mm-hmm. And the next book is Conspiracy to Destroy Black Boys. Because okay. we don't understand the system. If we do understand it, we're not acting like we understand it. There's right. no sense of urgency. And the schools are worse. The kids are dumber. The kids are more violent. The kids are being locked up more. The kids are having less parenting. So we're doing worse when we should be doing better. we got all the information available to us in the world, and we're not using it. Right. And that's not intelligent. Right, right, right. What would you say, you know, we talked about the purpose, because a lot of people who who, um, are noticing this, they're in the schools, they see, you know, the challenges that we're facing, and you talked earlier about purpose and finding your purpose. I mean, what are some things that we can do right now, you suggest for our listeners to begin to determine what their purpose is. Turn off the TV. Uh-oh. I'm telling you. I, I don't understand how anybody expects to be successful. And sometimes turn your computer off because people are on that more than they are television. I don't right. watch a lot of television. In fact, if you talk to most successful people, they don't watch a lot of TV. Right. The one thing that you learn, whether it's relationships or whether it's business, is that your time is the most valuable thing that you have. How you spend, you tell me how you spend your time, and I'll tell you how successful you're going to be in your relationship or your business. So that's the first thing. And then you have to ask yourself, what do you put in your mind? I don't listen to certain kinds of music because it doesn't enhance my creative thinking. I don't associate with certain kinds of people because they don't enhance my creative thinking. I don't read certain blogs. If you go to Bays and Live, there's nothing but positive, inspirational, motivational blogs because I want to encourage people. I want to put their minds in a certain place. And I don't think we understand how the music, how television, all these things are just putting us to sleep. We really mm-hmm. are being put to sleep, not just black people, but Americans Period. in general. The way that we right. operate, it's like right. zombies. Mm-hmm. We really do. Mm-hmm. We're the living mm-hmm. dead. And you look at people like myself, like you, people who are go-getters, you don't have time to sit in front of a box Mm-mm. for three, four, five, six hours. I, I don't have that kind of time. I have to record my programs because I need to fast forward past the commercials. I don't have time exactly. for commercials. You don't have time, right. And you don't, <laughs> don't have, have the time. time to watch it when it's designated <laughs> on no, television, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible. Well, I tell you, if you just tuned in, I know you recognize this voice. That is, of course, Mr. Michael Bazin. We're right here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Mr. Bazin, will you be able to take a few calls from the listeners? Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. We're going to take a short, short break. We'll be right back. If you want to dial in and say hello, let him know how much you've been missing him and how grateful you are to hear him now. Tell him you're ready to get his book. You can dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278. I need you to press 1 so that we know that you have a question. The lines are packed out, and if you're also in the chat room, you can post your question there. You tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Thank you for listening. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Yes, you're listening live to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Certainly appreciate you for celebrating with us Wealthy Brothers Month here in October. What a great month this is. I want to encourage you to tune in to last week's show. We had Carol Fisher of WHUR, The Daily Drum. The week before that, Mr. Andre Taylor. And today, yes, Mr. Michael Bason. And next week, we have none other than Kaylee Kelly from Sirius XM. That's our show. Let's is. Yes, sir. But yes, we're back live here with Mr. Basin. And you want to ask him a question, you can dial 347-838-9278. Looks like we have a caller, Mr. Basin, from 646. Hello. State your name and where you're calling from, please. Hello? State your name Hi. and where you're calling from. How you doing? This is great, great. This is, this is the DJ Tall Guy for Michael Basin's show. Back on 98.7 Kiss back in the day when he was on there, you know. So I kind of just wanted to call and say I appreciate everything that he's doing, and, you know, it's good to hear him back on the radio. Yes, sir. Are you there, Mr. Basin? Mike. I was thinking we we might have dropped. I see the line is still open. Mr. Basin? His, his, his phone might have dropped there, but we see him. We see him here on the board, the number that he was calling in from. Maybe you tell him that for me then. If I, if yeah, I, if we I certainly will. We certainly will for sure. Yes. Well, if you just tuned in here, if you've got a question, we know Mr. Basin will be right back on here in a minute. Just having a little technical difficulty. You can dial three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. That's three four seven eight three eight nine two seven eight. We appreciate you joining us here today. We want to remind you that you can find us on Facebook and Twitter 
And also iTunes. You can catch this show. If you missed the first half of it, you have got to hear it. We talked about his fabulous book, Raise Your Hand If You Have Issues. And uh, you can learn about that book and some of the other great things that Mr. Basin is doing. Also, um, you can tune in on iTunes. That's right. You can download this show iTunes under Wealthy Sisters. You can visit us at Wealthy Sisters Radio as well. We'll be right there for you. But definitely, we know that uh, he's just having a little technical difficulty. We expect him to be back on the line here shortly. And I believe we have him right here. Are you there, Mr. Baston? One Hello? Second. Okay, just one second. <laughs> he's connecting back. Yes, indeed. So, yes, I tell you, that's, that means we got some powerful information that we are sharing today, I'm telling you. Uh, definitely you want to find Michael Basin on Basin Live on okay. Facebook, Twitter, Basin Live, YouTube, Basin Live, definitely. And then also you can learn more about his mentoring program as well there. Are you there, Mr. Basin? I'm ready to rock and roll. All right, awesome, awesome. So, yes, uh, we've got uh, a couple of callers here. Let's see, we got the gentleman back. He just wanted to say hello. Are you still there? Yes, what's up, Mike? DJ Tall Guy, brother, how you been? What's up, Tall Guy of New York City, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing wonderful, man. Good to hear your voice back on the radio again. I appreciate what you're doing. I see you're still banging and promoting, man. You, uh... You are a good student, Grasshopper. You still out there promoting, doing your thing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for all the opportunities and everything. I'm not going to tie up the line. I'll still be listening, though. Nice talking to you, tall guy. You too, all brother. All right. Yeah. All the best. Thank you for calling in. Yes, and if you'd like to ask Mr. Basin a question, you can dial 347-838-9278, but we need you to press 1 so that I know that you have a question for him. That way that will put you in queue there. So, Mr. Michael Basin, what, you know, we know you've got the new book that's going to be released tomorrow. Everybody can get that uh, as well. What are some of the other things that you have in the works? Phone. Hello? Hello? We didn't hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. Yes, we know that the new book is coming out tomorrow. What are some of the other things that you're working on? Other uh, movies. Uh, you know, it's been a long time coming. We've been uh, dying to adapt Men Crying in the Dark and Maintenance Man and God's Gift to uh, movies. And the first script is done. We're working on Men Crying in the Dark script next, and then Maintenance Man script will be done uh, this spring. So all three movies will be ready to go, and we'll be uh, approaching the movie studios about getting them made, and I'm sure it's going to happen. Wow, that is incredible. You said all three. That That is an absolutely you, – you obviously have not slept. A lot of people probably think you've just been sleeping since you have been on the radio, but obviously oh, you no. haven't, huh? No, I got more rest when I was, when I was doing radio, seriously. I mean, it's <laughs> so much to do with mentoring, and I just graduated my daughter, of course, uh, from FIU, and she's in L.A. trying to get into the film business. So, you know, I'm, I'm still a father. I'm still a mentor, still a businessman, so – Radio is just one aspect of what I do. There's a lot more work to be done. Yes, indeed. Well, I know a lot of people, some of the questions they've posted, should we expect to hear you back sometime soon, or or is that something we could talk about at another time? Sounds like we've lost them. Are you there? Are you there, Mr. Basin? Hello? 
Yeah, you with me still? Okay, still okay. I know I know you're burning up over there, all that energy. I said um, we know everybody is wondering, you know, we, we miss you on the airwaves as well. We're excited to hear about the film. Are there some plans for you to come back sometime in the radio, or, or are you just focused <laughs> on the film projects and the mentoring at this time? I think the best, first of all, we're having some phone issues with my manager. We keep dropping, so I apologize to you and your, your That's listeners. Okay. Um, That's okay. It's, uh, I feel like when it's, when it's time, I'll know. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want to plan on a date to come back. Right now, my focus is mentoring. I told the young men that I mentored, the 28 young men I mentored at Evans High School, that they're my priority, and they are. And uh, once we get the program off the ground, like anything else, the best things in, hap- in life usually happen unexpectedly. If you really think about it, no matter how much planning we do, the greatest things that happen are unexpected. So I'm going to stay focused on, on, on these young people, and then we'll see what happens. I'm, the films will get made. The television opportunities will come. But radio is something that has to happen when it's time for it to happen. Exactly, exactly. Well, we certainly understand that, you know, timing is absolutely everything. We we recognize that for sure. You know, with your new book coming out tomorrow, will you be around any cities? Are you going to actually be doing live book tours as well? Yeah, I mean, I've been traveling around speaking. That's, that's what I do full time. I'm, I'm speaking at a lot of events, a lot of organizations about business, about relationships. And a lot of television that we have planned, a lot of radio on mainstream radio. But I wanted to start with blog radio. I, I think you guys uh, don't get enough credit uh, for what you do. I think you need more attention on you. And I think that uh, there's a lot more growth in what you all are doing than what regular radio is doing. So, yeah, I'm going to get out there on, the, on, the, uh, on tour again. But first I want to reach out to the people on the social network. That seems to be the best way to reach them. I appreciate you for that. I mean, this is just a visionary for you to really see where this is going, Uh, especially like we share this a lot of times about radio and how business has changed and media. I'm sure you can see the difference just from when you started um, and how the business of media has changed. Night and day. Night and day. And and speaking of the book, let me me share this with your your listeners. I always like to – to shake people up a little bit. So let me give you all a little shaking up of, of what my issue is with, with us. And I don't just mean life people. I mean all people. Our, our relationships are integral to our success and our health, mental health, physical health. And, and I don't think that we understand that. I think that we're not choosing people who are, who are really good for us. And I was asked on the show yesterday, how do you know when a person is the right person? I said, well, they make you a better person. And, and so if you're serious about business, because I know you have a lot of people who are involved in business who listen to your show, you've got to ask yourself, not only do you love somebody, loving somebody is just one part of the equation. Love is never enough. I know it sounds good. I know we've been all programmed to be very romantic and believe that love conquers all. But love doesn't make you compatible with a person, you know. Mm-hmm. Love, doesn't, love does not mean you're going to stay together forever. Mm-hmm. And that's, I know it doesn't sound romantic or a nice thing to say, but it's true. And it doesn't mean that your relationship is a failure because it ends. Maybe it's just over. Maybe that season is over for that relationship. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so if we stop romanticizing our relationships and learn how to prioritize them in our lives, because many times, especially women, because you all are givers, Mm -hmm. that you tend to give up too much of your life to be in a relationship. You should never have to give up a friendship. You should never have to give up a career. You should never have to give up anything you're passionate about. If you're a man or a woman, in order to be in a relationship. And nobody who really loves you will ever ask you to give up what you love, what you're passionate about, 
to be in a relationship with them because part of who you are is that passion that attracted you to that person. Mm-hmm. So I think we really need to – I knew that before I even got started in my career that I had to get my relationships together because if you don't, it's going to find a way to impact, affect your business. So why mm-hmm. not get it together and not wait for you, yourself to start a business? Get your relationships together so that when you start your business, you have less distractions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is so true. And, I mean, that goes back to how, again, we've been talking about how we've been programmed uh, to think, and especially for women. We've been conditioned that way from the, how we play with dolls to how we have to, you know, take care of the dolls and, and how we, you know, have to give of ourselves. And, and as now, you know, as business women, even women in careers, we have that, we talk about it all the time on the show, those guilt factors or am I doing too mm-hmm. much and not giving enough to my children, you know. It's, it's a constant battle that we go through. You know, I, I think that women, I, I tell you one thing, oh, boy, you all are scary to me. Women are scary to me. Because <laughs> Why all is that, that Michael Bates? <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. I mean that in yes, a good way. Yes, I know. Because all that you all have been able to accomplish by holding down a home by yourself, by being marginalized in the workplace, making less money than men, and still been able to do what you all have been able to do. And the reason why women are successful, and don't ever forget this, women are better at networking. Mm-hmm. Women are better at using resources because they, they've been trained to have to do it because, mainly because of their children and helping the family out. You have to be resourceful. Right. So the minute that you all be- begin to continue to grow in your role, men are going to have to change their roles, and this is where a huge challenge is taking place right now before our eyes that did not happen with our parents. Roles have changed. They're not changing. They have changed. They and we have. haven't accepted that they've changed. And so wow. we're operating under this 1950s program that hasn't wow. existed since the 70s. I mean, right. it's been over for us. I don't even right. know that we've ever had a traditional family as, as black people in this country, not in the real sense over any long-term period of time. So this is what I tell married couples and people in relationships, because, yes, I'm an expert at relating to people. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> and I tell them, if you want to have a successful relationship, you've got to look at the examples of people who are doing it right, but then you have to set your own rules, set your own boundaries, and tell everybody mm-hmm. else to mind their own damn business. Mm-hmm. And that's what we haven't learned to do is to keep people out. When mm-hmm. something works for you, just like with your business, Deborah, when something mm-hmm. works for your business, that's unique to your business. Even though somebody else's business may be the same, Deborah had to customize hers. I had to customize mm-hmm. my radio show. I had to customize what I do. And we're not understanding that the institution of marriage has nothing to do with the institution between you and your, your man or your woman. Mm-hmm. That's personal. Mm-hmm. And nobody else has nothing to say about how that works but you. Right. Exactly. 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 I mean, you are, you, you are preaching, <laughs> shall I say that. You're laying it down. That is so true. And, I mean, I know you're going to have that, and you talk about a lot of that in the book, but just really pushing those issues and pushing the truth about that, um, and the roles have changed. We just haven't accepted that fact. I think a lot of times we are uh, great at multitasking. I think that's one of yeah. the advantages that we have as women, like you said, you know, because of that. Um, that's what gives us. And like we said, we've been forced to to have to really do the things that we're doing. Not, And I don't want to say forced in a negative way, uh, but we do what we have to do. You're adapted. You adapted. That's, That's right. what you did. Exactly. You adapted. That's the best word. You adapted. Exactly. exactly. I, try, I try to explain to people that 
It's all about whatever wins, whatever works. In fact, the original name of this book, Bev, and this is the first time I've ever shared this with anybody, the original mm-hmm. name of this book was going to be called Whatever Works. Mm-hmm. Because in every aspect of your life, to adapt. And that is the true definition of intelligence, if you really want to know. The true mm-hmm. definition mm-hmm. of intelligence is the ability to adapt. Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. we have not done as African-American people, man. We are not adapting. And white people are having a real hard time adapting to the adapting. reality right. that this country right. is changing. And right. so this, when you see all the conflict between people within themselves and, and without themselves, is that they are having a hard time adapting. And we've right. got to learn how to do that if we want to have more successful relationships and have more successful businesses. It's not a black business anymore. Stop with all that black labeling. The only thing right. that's important for you to label black is your history and your priorities. But you don't mm-hmm. label your business as black, and this is mm-hmm. why black radio is going to fail, because it keeps labeling itself as black. White radio doesn't call itself white radio. Latino radio doesn't call itself Latino radio. They just put on a good show and allow whatever audience is interested in their content to come. Mm-hmm. And so we have to learn to do what works, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, as we say all the time, the only thing that is constant is change. And exactly. having to be able to adapt, like you're saying, is important. And I think, you know, we can see it is, and I can see that so clearly, from men to, like you said, from um, Caucasians, what have you. It is once you're in that position of power you and to have to see things to change, you know, I can right. see that that would be a hard thing to adapt to because if you're used to being in control and you're used to running things, I can see that being, uh, being or, a, a great challenge. Or you're just used to being comfortable. Look, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. can be very lazy. It is easy for me not to – let, let's get down to some stuff here. It's easy for me okay. to keep my relationship comfortable if I don't challenge you outside of this box. I'm not going right. to talk about anything sexual because I don't want to turn you on to something sexual that I can then not be consistent with. I don't want to right. take any risk financially because I can lose all the money that I have already saved. And, you know, and that playing it safe and playing it comfortable, you will never, ever win. You'll never win in your relationship. You'll never win in business. It's all about taking calculated risk, and it's all about change. So right. I think for me, the reason why the show was successful, my show always changed. If you listen to a lot of the radio programs, it's the same show year after year Same. after year. Mm-hmm. Anytime mm-hmm. something happened, whether it was Gina Six, the presidential election, Trayvon, mentoring, all those things created a change in me and made me a different person. And as a result, I was able to impact my listeners and make them different people and impact them. So the mm-hmm. problem is that the media that we're getting access to is not challenging us, challenging us to change. The mm-hmm. people who are behind the mic, people who are behind the production, people who are behind the cameras are not challenging us to do anything but sit there and get reprocessed and regurgitated mess, and as a result, we're nothing but reprocessed and regurgitated mess. We're mm-hmm. not anything new. We're not evolving. <laughs> and if you don't evolve, the next step is it really is – it's distinct. It's extermination. Distinction. I mean, really, uh-huh, I mean, you're uh-huh. just irrelevant. You're irrelevant. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, if I can just make an observation, just from listening to you daily on the show, I can see a change. I can see a change just from when you were on the air earlier this year in the passion and in, in your stand and in the posturing that you have, uh, the, co- the commitment that you have even more about what you're sharing. I can see that. I can see that right now, and I'm sure the listeners can. I'm changed by them. Mm -hmm. When I'm on Facebook, I don't just say whatever I say. 
and then you just take it. If they say something back to me, I'll post what their comment is, I'll post my response, and I grow from their challenging me. And, and that's one of the problems with a lot of, uh, with a lot of men especially, and I've got to put this out there to the brothers, I love you, but we can't lead all the time. We don't have all the information all the time. You're not the leader just because you have testicles. I'm sorry. Your mm-hmm. genitals do not make you the leader. It is your record of leadership. It is your demonstration of leadership that makes you a leader. So a woman would be a fool, and I have to just use this. She has to be foolish to allow a person to lead who has not demonstrated their capacity to lead. You don't give leadership to somebody who hasn't shown their ability to lead. So women have to challenge men, and we have to challenge each other in our relationships if we want to grow. Right, if we don't, right. That is so we, true. We want to become very stagnant. That is so true. That is so true. Uh, well, hey, you all, I don't have to say who this voice is. You're tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. That is Mr. Michael Basin. We're so excited to have him on the line today. Looks like we've got a caller calling in from area code 410. 410, hello, state your name and say where you're calling from, please. Hey, this is Cookie Bergwaters. Hey, Deb, it's been a while since I've seen you. Well, say hello to Mr. Michael Basin. Let me tell you you something about Mr. Michael Basin. I've been following that brother for the longest time. Matter of fact, I love Michael so much that I had the opportunity to bring my son to meet him. And not only that, but I had the opportunity to be on the stage. He gave me a platform. At the time, he didn't even know I was going to be an author. But he gave me the platform to stand up and say that I'm going to be an author and my book is coming out. I had put my business card as a hairstylist in a bowl that they were, you know, pulling out business cards. Mm-hmm. And I got on the stage with him. And he was so funny because I had my glasses on. He just didn't know I couldn't see. And he turned around and he said to me, he had, let me tell you, he had clowned on everybody. But when it got to me, he said, wait a minute, I ain't clowning on you. You look so serious. It was just because I had my glasses on and I couldn't see. But um, I love Michael so much. I follow him on Facebook. I follow him on Twitter. Um, I have been really trying to get a hold of you, Mr. Basin, because one of the things that I have is a mentoring business, and it's towards young women. And I just had so many questions that I had wanted to ask you. And I knew it was kind of hard because people were calling from all over the United States trying to get a hold of you and talk to you. Um, I am on Facebook. I do leave a lot of comments a lot of times on your pages. I'm just so proud of you as a brother because I know um, when you talk, you are very passionate. I love that about you. One of your books that was very very life-changing for me that I loved was uh, Men Cry in the Dark. And I just love, it's something about the vulnerability of men that I love. I have two sons, and so I'm always very in tune when it comes to the vulnerability of men. And when you wrote that book, it was something about that book that jumped out at me. And I think that alone allowed me to start following you. Um, even with me as being an author, and I did uh, get that book published, um, Mr. Basin, when I told you that day. You just what you did not know is that day that I <laughs> do came you, up do you remember? That, do you remember all that, Mr. Basin? <laughs> listen, what I do, no, I don't remember. I, I know because, like a, because you don't do the math. You're not trying to keep right. track. You're just trying to help as many people as you can. And when exactly. I hear these stories, it's, it's, it's overwhelming because – this is what I'm saying about the power of the media. If you use it right, man, you can impact so many people's lives. You can change their lives. We're changing right, each other's right. lives. My lives have been changed by them. So, look, reach out to me on Facebook. 
Go to Michael Bayes' show and send me whatever questions you have, and I'll respond to it. That's awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, Cookie. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh. Wow. Well, we know that we don't have much time left for you uh, here in the show. This time has gone by so fast. And uh, as as I said earlier, I can't thank you enough. And I'm just humbled by you being here today and taking the time to support us here on Blog Talk Network and on the Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. What what would you like to leave, or what thoughts would you like to leave our audience with today? Mr. Michael Bates. We, uh, we, can, we can do anything. We, re- we really can, man. I mean, if I can accomplish what I've accomplished being a son of a 17-year-old mother with three kids, you know, it, it's just like we've just given up on the idea that we can be great. We, we don't have a desire to be the best anymore. We don't. <laughs> I want to be the best at what I do, and I want to help as many people as I can. And so I'm not afraid of seeing the next man get ahead. That is my, that's my gift. If I can build somebody up to do better than me, my dream is to have hundreds of guys on TV or radio saying, I want to thank Michael Bazin for helping me. What's bigger than that? What is bigger than having successful people say that you were a part of their story? So stop trying to keep somebody else down. We've got to stop with the crab in the barrel mentality. We've got to reach out to those people who can help us. We've got to be vulnerable enough and humble enough to be thankful for what we have and understand it's for the benefit of other people and not just for ourselves. And most importantly, man, we've got to get rid of all the dream killers. Get rid of those people, man. I'm not telling you to stop loving them, but as I wrote in the book, you have to start loving them from a distance. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. So please check out the book. Raise your hand if you have issues. Officially it comes out tomorrow, but you can go to Amazon and iBook and, and Nook on Barnes and & Nobles and Amazon and download the book or purchase the hardcover. And uh, we'll be back on the road again. And Men Cry in the Dark is a being written now. God's Gift the Women's script is done. And maintenance man script is next, and so we're going to move into movies, and we're going to keep the journey going, man. You know, it's never ending. It's on to the next chapter. Wow, wow. Well, you have heard it from none other than Mr. Michael Bazin. We're so excited, grateful to have you here, and congratulations to you on your daughter's graduation. I know that is just uh, that probably yeah. was just the best day ever for you, seeing her walk that stage, huh? It was that. It was, man. Yes, and but now yes, it's time yes. to graduate these 28 boys. That'll be one of the biggest days of my life, to graduate them. Yes, yes. And, and can people, is it something that they can help you with or contribute to what you're doing down there yeah. in Orlando with the mentoring? Yeah. Yeah, they can, they can keep track of what we're doing, and, and I'll keep you all abreast of how me and the boys are doing, how the young men are doing, I like to call them. One Dream, One Team is the name of the page on, on Facebook, One Dream, One Team. And, again, if you follow me on Bays and Live, B-A-I-S-D-E-N, space, L-I-V-E, Bays and Live, my last name, Live, and you'll, just, you'll know everything that we're doing. We have almost a million followers. We gain 2,000 people per day because people want a place to go where they can hear positivity and people can work together and move together and win together. That's right. That's right. Well, definitely, we are winning with you. We look forward to more things to come down the pipe. That show, excuse me, the actual uh, movies, we can't wait to see that for sure. 
Yeah, me either. I'm excited. <laughs> I know it. Well, thanks again. You've been tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. You just heard Mr. Michael Basin. If you missed the first part of the show, don't worry about it. You can catch this show and all our other dynamic shows at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's Wealthy Sisters Radio, S-I-S-T-A-S. You can also download this show and all of others on iTunes. We're free right there for you. We want you to tune in next week for our very special guest will be Cayman Kelly. Cayman Kelly from Sirius XM Heart and Soul. We're thrilled to be celebrating the Wealthy Brothers here in October. Well, as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio.